Hi there. Thanks for coming back. We're going to start the show with a snack and Mark brought it. We're also going to be talking about sexless marriages. How common is it really? Mark is tossing out the racism is racism topic. And then we're coming back here into the manor because there's been stuff been going on in Paranormal Corner. So stick around. And welcome back to Snack Little Talk Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jenna. And wait till you see what I got for you. I know at least one of us is ready to eat. Not for the (laughs) (laughs) choice. That's so funny. So during show prep, we're both sitting here at the, you know, at the uh, broadcast desk. Yes. And uh, trying to get some stuff put together. My stomach is just going. Which is weird because I've had problems with mine for the last few days and it's not making a whole lot of noise. But uh, we promise to tell you if somewhere in the middle of recording, I'm like, uh, Mark, oh, hold on, time out, time out. And I have to run to the restroom because that's <laughs> potentially how it could uh, make itself known for me. So. All right. Well, that was a little TMI? bit TMI. <laughs> At least I'm not going to take pictures or describe but anything. But it is funny. There have been times when we're both here and both our stomachs are growling back and That's forth. True. That's true. Like yes. yes. Some kind of a battle. All right. I'm tearing this package open. I, I, I see. Thing here. The package. This There's is, also uh, some milk here. This is not for the show as much as it's for you. Oh. So you can guess what it is because it's things that you like. Oh, they're... It's a package of individually packaged oh, things. Oh, so nice touch. It's a nice send touch. Send a couple over to you. Okay. And I'm going to oh. keep a couple over oh. here. And keep control of these. So what what this is, it's called, uh, the brand is called Chox, Choxo, C-H-O-C-X-O. And only three grams of sugar. Called Simply Better Chocolate Dark Chocolate Coconut Cups. So it looks like a, like a Reese's I Peanut Butter mean. Cup. But it is dark chocolate. It is coconut instead of peanut butter. And dark chocolate and coconut are so beautiful And it has together. coconut flakes on top of it. I have not had these. I think I got these at Costco. Yes. And I saw them and I thought, oh, you know what? There's no... Oh, there's no extra paper on them. No, I was right? At, yeah. They, so you so they come in these individually wrapped packages and they look like Reese's. And I thought maybe there would be paper on it. And I'm trying to dig it off with my... Uh, thumbnail and i can't because there is no paper on it it's just the shape mm. so there you go mm-hmm. the dark chocolate is dark it's good oh, quality I, chocolate that is good dark chocolate Mm-hmm. not good. a lot of coconut cream in the center i wouldn't mind a little more but you can just tell the quality of this is really good so they do seem maybe to be a little thinner than a reese's mm-hmm. peanut butter cup mm-hmm. and it's coconut cream in the center. Let me check the ingredients. Definitely not like the picture. No, on as the far out, as looking. The outside of the package is, is a GMO verified non-GMO. It is USDA organic. It is uh, keto certified, and it is gluten free. So we could eat these all day long. Let me. I'm going to give you a few more because I'm. I'm going to leave a bunch of these with you today. Keto anyway. certified. I have to. Say. <laughs> the whole bunch. And, and he did. Keto certified. Right. If one of these is three grams of sugar, it wouldn't take very long before you're done for the day with keto. Because keto's 20 grams or 20 carbs. I have no idea. I have no idea what a diet is. I'm telling you. I don't know what a diet is. (laughs) So it says uh, organic dark chocolate, which is organic cocoa, organic cane sugar, organic low-fat cocoa. I'm sorry, low-fat cocoa powder. Organic cocoa butter, organic vanilla extract, organic white chocolate, 
which is uh, made up of organic sugar, organic cocoa, organic, oh, I'm sorry, organic cocoa butter, organic whole milk powder. So it's not vegan. It's got whole milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, organic soy lecithin, organic vanilla. It also has organic coconut butter concentrate, organic macaroon coconut. Okay. Now, what does hmm. that mean? I don't know. I know macaroons are a coconut thing Cookie. i didn't is, is a macaroon so, co- what is a macaroon coconut and organic coconut so maybe macaroon coconut is a different kind of coconut maybe it's from the country of macaroon <laughs> <laughs> wait uh, wasn't that a musical oh no that's brigadoon, brigadoon. <laughs> you know how i know you're gay mark <laughs> <laughs> i can't help if i know pop culture well you were in theater which is part of why I also know you're gay. <laughs> Which there's nothing wrong with that. We love our gays. Uh, I'm not gay, <laughs> ladies. No, but see, see what I'm saying? They do this. They take, they do their little sample one for the shot where it's full of the cream. Right. But, you know, it's actually much thinner. You mean thinner. on the photo, yeah. yeah. The, the fo- on the photo, on the, on the packaging, it makes it look thicker than it is. That said... <laughs> It's, it's really delicious. It really is. This is good stuff. It's this not is good hurting dark the flavor at all. It's just, you know, a little bit of false advertising, but no, it's very, very good. Mm. Is that one any different or is it still? They're all the same. They all have the thin. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you know what? No big deal. The picture Plenty makes it look of like coconut. They... Right. Yes. It looks like mm. there's a big old, here, you know what? Hold before. Oh, never mind. Uh, no, there's still enough there. I'll take a shot of that. Oh. Next to Next this to the one. picture? So we can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm. We actually are doing the pictures now. Actually, in the picture, it looks very similar. That's so weird. Is there something wrong with us? Look at that. It doesn't seem. Here, there show, is. Send me the pet the packet. Send it. Send is, that over here. There is something wrong with us. There is something wrong. There we go. That's so, more like. In it. the picture, the first picture Jana took, the picture on the on the on individual the little, yeah. wrap package looks pretty. Pretty, similar, uh, it does. Yeah, pretty similar. There we go. That's more like it. But the picture on the bigger package, which is probably the same exact picture. No, it's not. It's actually a different angle. Different angle. Tell. You're right. But uh, anyway, they, okay. the picture makes it look like they have a lot more coconut cream macaroon in the center, but it uh, it doesn't. But it, Don't this is let great. this stop you. These are delicious. This is it's great. really so got, great again, quality chocolate. It's and called it's- Choc XO, Simply Better Chocolate. And I got this at Costco. And... Uh, and the dark chocolate That's isn't dark so chocolate. dark that it I like dark chocolate. I just can't do a lot of it. I'm not going to do a lot just because I'd like to make it through the show without having to stop the show while I run to the restroom <laughs> and end up having the house smell like a camel crawled up and died somewhere. <laughs> this is We'll just call this the TMI show. Oh this continues. <laughs> Sorry, my stomach's been bothering me. So anyway... <laughs> But uh, here's another way that I feel like you can tell it's good quality chocolate. It starts melting right away yeah. between my fingers. So I know there's not a lot of like wax or other crap they're putting right. in Right. I noticed that as well. And you know, good I stuff. like, I'm a chocolate purist. And uh, this is good. And stuff. having it with the milk is perfect. It's perfect. And the milk is uh, room temperature, of course. Good on you. I, I learned little, that from you, Mark. I brought it in my little carafe, my little. Uh, Log cabin syrup, which restaurant I carafe. also love. I so do too. awesomely retro. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Well, I'm going to keep eating these through the show because I have an iron stomach, so and, I don't have the issues and, that you and, do. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay, before we get into this, first of all, this is Ladies. coming from a site called galtime.com. Oh, great. Mark- galtime.com. Yes. Wait, I think I rented that video. <laughs> <laughs> How common do you think sexless, sexless marriages are? Sexless. Have uh, you been married twice? I have been married twice. Ladies. Obviously, I mean, you can only you can only base this uh, for no, that's not true. I was going to say you can only base this on your personal experiences, but that's not true because guys talk, people talk. Yeah, you know, I don't. Never I, have. I, never did. I don't either. But, by the way, well, that's good. I am not a kiss You're and not tell throwing, that's and stuff really like that because I always I respect thought that. No, nah, you know what? What happened? I mean, you know, I'm trying to. I, I was almost going to say, well, I mean, maybe I. I think you know, what? I don't think that I have. That's good. I'm actually going think, back in my mind right now thinking, I'm not a kiss and tell kind of guy like that. I mean, I may say back in the day right. that I slept with someone. Waxing poetically <laughs> but, about But the, I did not get into being in details the or anything in some like that. Wagon or <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, didn't I share yeah, that on yeah, the show? <laughs> Oops. I guess I am a kiss and tell guy. No, but, but yeah, like you said, was, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. But I mean, it's it's... Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, no, right. especially in a marriage. I don't need to, I agree. I, I, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think so that I can be honest. I'm, I'm like, I don't think I, I'm just, it's, it's not a regular thing, certainly. I'm going to stick with that. Or the kissing and telling. Either or. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it says here on Gal Time. <laughs> Great. Sex is one of those topics we are all constantly thinking about. I'm not. <laughs> I am. Reading about, no, not really. <laughs> and even acting out what? <laughs> acting out sex? They just mean having it, right? They don't mean actually walking around and being all pumping uh, your uh, hips. Uh, 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 down the street. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not doing that. Well, I did just now, didn't I? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but that's for entertainment purposes. It's warm in here. <laughs> Woo, it's warm in here. You better get your menopause, man. (laughs) I do need it. Okay. Sure, you'll dish to your friends about the steamy sex session you had with your new man last night. No. Wow. Never. Uh, But you won't necessarily be so eager to share when your sex life goes from consistent to non-existent. It should only be spoken with your partner and a therapist if it it came to that, where, you know, you needed some help. But... I digress because let's hear what they have to say on gal time. Okay. Several studies have been revealing for the last decade that a dry spell in the bedroom is actually common among couples. Is a lack of sex the one thing our conversations are lacking? So Rabbi Ed Weisenberg says it is very common. Uh, It's estimated that this process begins for most couples anywhere from two to 10 years after they get married. Defining a sexual dry spell, though, can be as difficult as dealing with the problem itself. One of my favorite scenes from the 1977 film Annie Hall features Alvy Singer, who's Weddy we- <laughs> Allen. Woody Allen. That's a- an appropriate name for the topic, isn't it? Uh, and Annie Hall, uh, Diane Keaton. That's also an appropriate to- <laughs> name. <laughs> Wait. Why? Because oh, she has a the hallway. long... It's a, okay. It's a hallway. <laughs> There's like an echo. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Right. <laughs> how, do, how many kids have you had? <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, talking to a therapist about their sex life. When the therapist t- asks how often they have sex, I think this is really interesting. Alvy answers hardly ever, maybe three times a week. Annie answers, however, 
constantly, I'd say three times a week. Right. I think that is a, a I think great so. illustration of the divide. Yes. Yes. God has a great sense of humor, I feel, because he definitely made, for the most part, generally speaking, men and women different in that uh, way. Not just physically. Uh, the disparity is normal, says the rabbi. Going through a sexual dry spell is fairly subjective, just as we all have different likes and dislikes when it comes to sex. We also have a different take on how often we should be having sex as well. And there is no right amount of sex that a couple should be having. For some married couples, normal is having sex every day. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> okay. For others, it might be having sex once a month. Thoughts? Yet? <laughs> I think of it three times a second. What do you mean thoughts yet? <laughs> okay. So wondering if you and your partner are going through a sexual dry spell, start by asking if both of your needs are being met. I guarantee they're not. I would be shocked if people who've been married uh, at least two years, if they would both say, oh, yeah, it's perfect just the way it is. I'd be shocked. Because we're so different. Now, maybe... I, I, you know what, we need to talk to some of our gays because maybe it would be different with gays because I think that probably they're going to have a similar, uh, their libido. It's going to be similar. Their needs, their wants. Interesting. Don't you think? I don't know. That's an interesting concept. Hey, <laughs> gays. <laughs> You know who you are. We need to know. Great. This will be a show that a lot of people will be really <laughs> you can you can call in into. and like do a voice changer thing if you need to. Okay. So if your answer is no, uh, if the mo both needs are being met, then you may be facing a sexual drop. You think uh, it's not enough when uh, one or both partners is unsatisfied or feels that uh, his or her needs are not being met. Talk it out with an open mind to determine the cause of the problem before you take drastic steps. What would the drastic steps be? Divorce because you're not getting enough sex? It's happened. Share your sexual needs and wants before you demand that you and your partner either get it on or get a divorce. Sometimes a decrease in sexual activity in, re in a relationship represents a manifestation of other problems. I agree. Yeah. Uh, if you're upset with somebody, it's, it's difficult for some people to feel... Uh, desire and feel sexy and all of that. Certainly. It's important to understand why the couple has stopped or decreased having sex before we diagnose a sexless, per sexless period is problematic or not. So ask yourself, and I suppose your partner, these following questions. Doesn't say that, but have you stopped having sex because one partner is furious with the other? Has that ever happened to you? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> but, but you know, you, and you don't have to answer that, but I can tell you... I can relate with that, and and I can relate with that. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. If you're furious, I mean, there's a difference between a difference of opinion and a little bit of a spat, because usually, you know, the makeup sex is pretty good, because it's I fun, because it helps. Really? You don't like makeup sex? Uh, my cooling off period is more than, like, just that night, and so it took me a while hmm. in my marriage to be like, Okay, I'm I've forgiven you and you can come near me. <laughs> yeah, so I can so I can't technically well, call it I makeup think, sex. Well, I think I think it it uh, depends on the uh, the level of the offense. True. And how upset I you agree. are. I agree. That's what I mean. If it's a big deal then it then yeah, there's some like I don't know, anything to do with. I mean, yep. I've yep. even thought yep. that 
you know, I've, I've been married twice and there are times when I'm like, I don't even want to have anything to do with that person right, right now. Yep. Yep. So I think that goes, that street goes both ways. Is one uh, partner having an affair? Well, that would put a damper on things. For uh, sure. Yeah, that would be, that would, you're out. I'm, that's it. Done. Out. Gone. Are there medical issues that interfere with the sexual functioning or desire? I would like to think, gosh, I mean, I, what is the answer to that? If you know that somebody's taking medication, for example, and it's going to uh, it's suppress going to, their libido. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you deal with it? I think, well, OK, there are other ways besides just full on missionary intercourse. There are other ways to make things happen. Right. And there's also ways to let things happen to you if you're. Agreed. You know, it, it's some, sometimes it's like, you know what, this one's for you. Yes. And sometimes that's got to be a lot of times this one's for you. And so, on the well, situation. it might be frustrating if the person who's not having the issues is like, but I want variety. I want to do it this way. And the person can't. I, it, that might be frustrating. But is that a reason to let it destroy your marriage? I would no, say as that long as you're talking about it and saying, look, I need something here. Bag. You know, let's 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 do something different. And yeah. and let me uh, do my thing or something. Tape hamsters to your legs. <laughs> what? What the hell? I don't even know what that means. Who, who am I even? Oh, my gosh. How about this? I don't know what you've been watching on cable. but uh... Is one or both partners overwhelmed with child care responsibilities? You said that in the past we've talked about this, that okay. that was not really an issue for you, issue, issue for you and um, number one. No. Which is good. No. Yeah. That wasn't, that was a, yeah. You know, you make your, make your time. Is one or both partners overwhelmed with career stress? I'm having a hard time imagining the men that I no, even if, even if I have not been, um, you know, intimate with them, right? It's hard for me to imagine that career stress is going to stop them from wanting to get it on. In fact, right. I would think they'd want it even more. I would because it I would agree. help them. I agree. Know. That's a you. That's an astute observation, Thank from you. my opinion. I, that, that you, uh, I get men. That. I yeah. do. Yeah. Even though I'm divorced, I do. I understand the way men work. Right. I, I like to think I do anyway. So yes, that's a weird one for me. I can't even imagine what kind of career stress would uh, would bring that problem on for a man. That if if it and if it did, that's some serious consideration to that career stress. Yeah, because the just the natural drive to procreate, have sex. Yeah, yeah. Although we have sex for pleasure, not necessarily for procreate. But I think it originally started what nothing. <laughs> I think it originally started as procreation and, uh, you know, developed into uh, having fun doing that. Right. So I, I, I just think that if your career is above that natural inclination or the stress of your career. you That's interesting to I, me that you're thinking it. maybe the men, then maybe Mr. Guy should quit. Because it's better to have sex than to well, have not that he, he needs to that, solve that problem okay. right away. I, I just can't believe that that would stop. No, that's I, something. Again, that's another thing we'd like our our men to weigh in on to see if right. generally they agree. Right. If if anyone and boy, this would be a difficult one if someone's going to call or it in, women for that matter. It's a mas but, it's a little bit emasculating, I yes. guess, to admit something like that. But if you're having problems in the bedroom because of the stress at work, yeah, man, your priorities are. 
way off. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, you know, it, it's, yeah. Was there ever a time when you were having more sex with your partner or has the relationship always been sexless? That's the final question to ask oh, yourself. Oh, wow. So has th- have things changed? I think things words. always change. I think so, too. I think so. Things are gonna change. I was told by a friend one time, this is like an old wives tale about marriage. And I think I've heard it from a different couple different sources that if you're in your first year of marriage, if you uh, take a jar and you drop a penny in the drawer, draw, help me out here, jar. Or put a cookie and an egg in the <laughs> jar. No, that's a whole separate thing. That's Sorry. A, oh, that's from our pre-show. Uh, the, the pre-show show that we still haven't started recording. <laughs> uh, if you put a penny in the jar every time you have sex during the first year of your marriage, mm-hmm. you will, and then... After the first year, you remove a penny every time you have sex. Mm-hmm. You will never empty that jar. Have you ever heard that? I haven't. But I've heard that I, from a couple different I, sources in my I believe life. That, and I'm like, and so it's always been my goal to not do, not be like that. But it's it's difficult because, uh, well, it's difficult. I don't know how how deep you want to get in the subject, and I don't know how much I want to reveal from my personal life on here. <laughs> I think that again god has a great sense of humor (laughs) because i think generally that women are it's okay first of all it's just not as easy as just snapping our fingers and and uh, open and wide and (laughs) (laughs) and so i believe that um men uh, I think that women have to be, even if you're not feeling it, I think that it's important for a woman, if your relationship is important, I think it's important for women to figure out other ways to be intimate with your man. And I think that men have to accept that sometimes it's not as easy as snapping your fingers and for a woman to be just like, I'm ready. And it takes all of the pleasure out of it for a woman. I promise you, if she's not, if her head's not in it. Well... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I will also say because you know I've I've listened to uh, for instance Dr. Laura Schlesinger has covered Back this in the day, stuff yes. a lot uh, that you know if some woman is not in the mood but if a guy is coming on to her pardon the pun uh, he she she should allow herself to be open to that because I I know in my marriages both my marriages there were times when I you know they weren't in the mood but you know. You start to cuddle up and stuff like that, and all of a sudden they start feeling a little better about well, it. Well, it's stuff. and that's important. It's right. important not to. I mean, some women might be might like being treated like a hooker, like you know, here's my <laughs> wiener, get busy. Um, some of them might be into that, but I think that probably most of the time that's probably the i think that's up to the woman to be a little aggressive and be like i don't need any you know foreplay or anything i'm ready and let's just do this now let's get down and nasty hmm. i think that that uh again i keep generalizing but i right. think that a guy i heard somebody say once sometimes a guy doesn't want to have to like mess with foreplay they just want to get di- dirty and start doing it right. you know what Maybe you're never going to be able to do that because I wish that women didn't need to be warmed up. But but not all of them, not all people do. Again, we are generalizing based we on our own personalized, personalized experiences, yes. which are not that many. 
yes. for both of us. We just want to yes. stress that, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, but, you know, we certainly have seen movies, which is but pop I, culture reflecting it. Yes. And, and also, we have talked to friends, and some friends do kiss and tell a lot. I'm, and I'm, so we so learn that way as I'm well. I'm going to say with long-term relationships, that's when I think it's more important. Because in the early days of relationships... It doesn't take much because you're still both really um, going at it like rabbits. Yes. <laughs> but as you become more familiar with each other and the newness wears off and the stress of of life and and your relationship and things that crop up that, you know, are problems sometimes. Right. I think it is more important um, to try a little harder to. Uh, to get each other in the mood and find things that still make it exciting. Because I don't think it'll ever be as exciting. I do not believe it will ever be as exciting as it was in the beginning. So that's when exactly. the commitment comes in and and uh, trying a little harder. If you want to get it, then you got to, you got to, where's the cookie? <laughs> <laughs> right. You got to work for it a little bit or, or know how to massage yourself into it, if you will. Uh, yes. You know, yes. I mean, it, it's, and, and that's when it comes down to, how well do you know your partner and how well do you communicate about things? And even even in long-term serious relationships, sometimes it's difficult to discuss sex as, as a man. So, so me, this is my personal thing, is sometimes I feel like uh, a sex fiend in the sense of sometimes my libido, I want it so often that I'm afraid to express that because I don't want to scare off my partner yeah. Into thinking, but but it's like I'm attracted to you in this way. This is the ultimate fulfillment of how I'm attracted to you, so much so that I uh what am I saying here? That I want it a lot more than you think I want it. Listen, and you already I know think it was ten minutes ago, right? but let's, <laughs> let's But it's it's it that has come down to uh, uh it came down to my marriages too sometimes. And I'm, it was just like I'm I'm like going you know, and I was afraid to say, look, I just want to keep doing this. I mean, not I'm not saying uh, a marathon session or anything. Right. But, you know, I I the frequency, I, I would never complain. I Let's put it this way. I have never complained about my partner wanting the frequency increased. Yes. Because they've never they've so. never said yep. that they wanted yep. it increased yep. <laughs> in that sense. Oh, wait, that sounds bad against me. <laughs> I. You know what? I think that uh, I think you shouldn't be afraid to say that. And I think you should be saying it from the get go that you have, you know, you so that you're talking about it all along. Because, again, I do believe, especially when it comes to women, because we're the ones that have to be prepped and ready. <laughs> uh, but there are other things that you can do. And as long as both people are OK with that. With, you know what, can we, let's, you know, don't even just talk about it. If somebody wants it and and the woman wants to do this today instead of that, or vice versa, I think that um, if people, people just have to talk about that sort of thing. I agree. So one of my marriages, uh, my, my wife had said that, oh, you know, uh, oh yeah, when we're married, this is all the time and this and that and all that. Uh -huh. and And then it wasn't. It's, it, I mean, how much of a disappointment do you think that is for yeah. me when they kind of promise this kind of stuff and it never happened? And I'm just like, what? Well, this ain't right. 
this isn't what I bought into. <laughs> and and that's and that's marriage, whether it's sex or other things. You know, you start right. out with these all these great intentions. And we're putting and aside the change. fact that there is so much more to a marriage than Absolutely. just sex. But yes. we're featuring only sex, sex on and this sexless because, versus right. yeah. And 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 certainly there are sexless times that are okay in the sense that uh, for health reasons or whatever or. You know, I'm trying to think of of other scenarios. I mean, there are there are certainly times when I've traveled and uh, we've stayed with friends or something like that, and we don't want to dirty their sheets, right? <laughs> you know, yes, or anything yes, like that, absolutely, or yes. be heard. Yep. I mean, there are certainly times when when it's a challenge to be quiet, which is actually kind of fun sometimes. But uh, ladies, <laughs> uh, but also. You don't want to make a mess of their sheets. No, kinda, no, you don't. It's kind of hard to hide that when yeah. something like that happens. <laughs> so there are, there are some times when, you know, it's a, it's a mutual thing that it's a, kind of an unspoken rule, you know. And that's when you just go out into the backyard on a late night sure. walk. Sure, And go, you know, up against mm-hmm. the garage. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> well, it says discussing these questions may seem like a daunting task, which is very strange to me. I don't know why it would be daunting because if this is somebody that you are in a committed relationship with, I don't think talking about things these things is difficult. Well, I, like I said, for for me it was because I I would like it more frequently and I was afraid to scare them off. I'm not using the right term, but scare them off to let them know how frequently I would like it. Mhm. You think this is going to give me dates or not? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, ladies. Call in. Let us know what you think. So it says here, uh, that hot and heavy sex, it may have brought you together, but it's not going to be what sustains your relationship. And I love that. Right. I, I agree. It's great. It says, now's the time to build intimacy on a deeper level, which requires awareness and a willingness to be curious about your partner in new ways that create spontaneous intimacy, which sounds wonderful. Right. Uh, spontaneous intimacy, my friends, is what leads to sexual intimacy, i.e. the opposite of sexual asexual dry spell. The bottom line is that a lack of sex is an indicator of a greater problem. If you can't remember the last time you had sex, and I can't, <laughs> make a list of all That's the funny, obstacles. I, I can't remember the last time you had sex either. <laughs> well, I don't talk. I don't guess and tell. <clears throat> Make a list of the obstacles holding you back from doing the deed. <laughs> well, a willing partner would be uh, important and um, and a commitment. I need a commitment from somebody. Right. I, I don't be out there just throwing it around. Right. I agree. So you might uh, find solutions to these obstacles. For example, trading massages with your partner to relieve the work stress. Planning a Saturday staycation in your bedroom to make for an all-day shag. <laughs> that seems like so weird at our age of 26 and 27. <laughs> it seems weird. I don't know. I don't think so. I So you know what? Uh, obviously, it's, it's hard for me to imagine that because there's not somebody I want to be in the bedroom shagging with all day. So... Um, You'll hopefully go from we need to talk to less talk, more action in no time at all. I don't think it's that easy. I think it's an ongoing thing probably because if you're speaking, again, I'm speaking for myself of self about a male-female right. um, relationship, and we're just different. I think that it's so rare that you're going to find two people ever with the same needs at the same time, the same libido. I just, 
And that's probably for same sex or opposite sex. Right. I, I, and I think that's that's part of the difficult part of the game, part of the chase of women and stuff like that. From my perspective is finding someone that's going to be like that because it's 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 difficult. But I, mean, I don't think you will. So isn't it more about. Well, it's compromise learning... on both sides. Exactly. Right. Yes. And it is and it is learning because otherwise, look, if there is no sex. And, you know, because I often wonder this on older couples. Yeah. I mean, way older couples. Yeah. And, uh, I, okay, so here, here's an example. Uh, you know, I, I've been single now for a couple years after my second divorce. And uh, I had one of my friends who has been married, gosh, I don't know, 35 years or more. I'm just, I'm just guessing based on their children's age. Uh, and he told me, he kind of told me, hey, hey. Play the field while you can, man. Play the field <laughs> while you can. And it, and it didn't sound as creepy as I'm making it sound mm-hmm. because uh, they're, I, I know both these people. They're very nice people. They are just uh, some really, really nice folks. And and he does not have a wandering eye or anything like that. You know, otherwise, other than anyone else that you see something beautiful, you're going to say, whoa, look at that. Uh, but – it was just interesting for me to hear from someone who is happily married. This is these are people I've I've shared, you know, I broke bread with, shared yeah, meals yeah. with, and stuff. But it was just an interesting, almost shocking. But I think it's a joke among a lot of men that it's you know well, that they that too. don't I get mean, as much as they'd like. I mean, I, I think, don't think it. I know it. I, I know. think I think there's a lot of uh, uh, this is going to get me in a lot of trouble. I think that there's a lot about marriage that goes against nature. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there certainly are paired couples in nature, mm-hmm. and some of them relatively pair for life. But yes. there's also a lot about you know what the lions and the pride have to you know mate with all the all the lionesses and and see. Yes, I mean there and monkeys I think do that, and you know there's there's a lot of that in nature as well. So mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it gets back to my theory that man is inherently evil, and it's a constant struggle to be better. I agree. I think it's part of the challenge, part of the test, part of all of that. To So open up and communicate more. Even But see, like you said, the reason I didn't communicate as much. In fact, I had told one of my wives, and by the way, I will continue to say one of my wives so that it's not specific to either one so I don't mm-hmm. get myself in trouble. But I, I actually told them, I said, look, I, I don't want to sound like a pervert or anything, but I would like it a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. You know, because I I love you, and and this is, you know, one of the ways I express it, and and uh, I you know I like it. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of fun. It is, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, I'm dying for you to call in and uh, let us know what you think about this first topic here. You can go to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. At Snack a Little. You can always give us a call. We want you. You could go ahead and do the voice changer if you don't want anybody to know who you are. 909-572-0278. Give us a call on that dedicated listener line. Let us know what you think about sexless marriages and... You know, any of the topics surrounding that that we talked about and uh, leave us a message and we may feature it on a future show. Heck yeah. So, Jana, right now, this is uh, uh, the first week, the first full week of June. Yes. And, of course, this is the time when uh, we have graduations and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Facebook and social media lets us see what other people are doing and all that. You know, graduation isn't something that's in our lives really right now with anyone. True. Well, uh, there was what. No, no, you know what? No, anyway, 
So here's one of the things that, you know, look, graduating. So do you remember you graduated eighth grade? Eighth grade promotion? Uh, no. You don't remember that? Uh, no, I don't even know if there was like some kind of a special thing. Really? I, I don't know. I remember high school, but no, I don't know. See, that's remember. interesting. So we, so we had one. Okay. We had one at uh, the middle school that I went to, which was seventh and eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't even that long ago, but we, we had no, one. I don't remember. It. We had one. And I was in choir and we sent the choir sang the song Kiss Today Goodbye, which is was a really sad song. And apparently, I shouldn't say apparently, I know this, but I cried while singing. Oh, sweet. <laughs> but, okay. but apparently back then, one of the families who had twin daughters that were in the choir uh, was shooting it on film back before video cameras or film cameras. Ah. And at some point, the daughter said, oh, we have movies of Mark crying. Oh, my gosh. Raven. That's funny. And I got to tell you, for years, I was, it was, my buddies gave me crap. Oh, there's Mark. <laughs> Did they say, know how I know you're gay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I remember that. That was so funny. And I, you know, look, I certainly enjoyed the teasing and went along. But it was a sad thing for me. I knew it was yeah. a change in, right. in things. Mm -hmm. Things are going to be different mm -hmm. going to high school and all that. But uh, so eighth grade promotion. And I remember my, uh, both my son's eighth grade promotions, uh, you know, they were a big deal. Yeah. And and down here and and I gotta tell you, you know, we we here in Southern California, we have a large Hispanic population. In fact, I think it's a majority Hispanic population was one of the numbers one of the numbers that came out recently. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of people that come from countries where this was the the highest education anyone in their family has got, mm -hmm. and it was a big deal. And I get eighth that. Eighth grade? Yeah. Eighth wow. grade. Okay. It was a big deal. I, you know, I saw a lot of Hispanic families. My my uh, son certainly had Hispanic friends and stuff. And, and uh, I mean, I was there going, wow, these people are, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I dressed up a little bit for it and stuff. But these people are treating it like, you know, college graduation, the way I saw it. But, you know, okay, I get that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you have a high school graduation, which is, to me, more important. It's a much more better accomplishment. Well, the issue why, why I bring all that up is because, and this is nothing against the people in case they're listening, because I know I have a lot of friends that listen to the show. Uh, they, they posted pictures where they had balloons and flowers for their grandchild's pre-K graduation, pre-kindergarten. Right. I already had an issue with a kindergarten graduation thing yeah, where they have the yeah. caps and gowns. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. Mom, and I'm just like, money please, be spent just and... go home after yeah, the last yeah. day of kindergarten. Yeah. But this is a pre-kindergarten graduation. Because everybody gets an award now. And I, I, and I was like, I just can't. What is wrong with our society that you're going to a preschool pre-kindergarten? Right. And they're making a big deal. Now, I'm not saying that they made the giant party and all that, but the, these were family pictures with the, and I'm just like, what? What? Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm with you on that. Shoot, I remember sixth grade, we just went home at I'm, the end of sixth I, grade. I kind of related. I also think making a big deal out of like first, second, and maybe even third birthday. I'm like, come on, they're not even going to remember well. that. <laughs> Inviting everybody to be there and spend a crap ton of money. Now, see, I will go against you on the birthday. Uh, no. Birthday, birthdays are fun, and it's a it's an excuse to get family together. No. I suppose people could say that for the pre K graduation, but that's that's 
No. No, nah, birthdays I'm okay with. I disagree. With. That's, that's just a, it's an opportunity to spend money and tell people, give us something, give something for kid. And the kid's not even going to remember it. Nope. Nope. Now, see, that's funny because I'm a, I'm with you on that for taking kids to Disneyland and expensive amusement parks because mm-hmm. it's like they're not even remember. You nope. can take them you can take them down to the pet store and they're going to have the same memory. Yeah. If you want to remember <laughs> my kid that I have not had yet, but I'm only 27. <laughs> if you want to remember my kid when they're two years old, then go ahead and send a card and a little gift if you want to. But wow, we're not really? having a big get together. Maybe a dinner with close family, maybe. Wow. But I think it's ridiculous to have a big party. Wow. For a little kid and get clowns and this and that, that some people go well, all out. And I'm like, are that you I agree. kidding me? No, but my our parties were always cake and ice cream parties when the kids were younger. And then it got to when they had friends to invite, then, you know, we had activities and stuff. Mine was always very, you know, low budget. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of money, but. Uh, it might be. I I don't know if, if this has to do with the fact that we didn't have a lot of money when I was growing up. So a birthday wasn't, I'm not going to say it wasn't a big deal. I mean, the the birthdays that I can remember when I'm old enough to remember those things were lovely. And I usually, I got to invite a friend. We would have dinner at either our house or my aunt and uncle's house and cake and open presents. And I have wonderful memories of birthdays. But yeah, I think it's just, it's all about the parents wanting you come and look at my cute well, kids and give us presents. That too. I you know, I don't know. It, okay, listeners, you let us know. Am I wrong to be upset about the pre-K graduation, yeah, but okay with birthdays for one, two, three, four-year-olds? Yeah, four-year-olds, I think they'll remember that. Okay. Okay. Do you remember your fourth birthday? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of birthdays, but I do remember <laughs> at three or four going up the steps with my mother to my grandmother's wake. So I do remember some things. <laughs> That's a good thing. Maybe. I know, you're right. <laughs> well, that was just a side topic. Okay. My, All right. My, uh, the 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 topic that I, so Jana, yes. so this is a this falls under my hashtag of racism is racism. Okay. To me, when you are doing something based on someone's race yes. and excluding others based on their race yes. or favoring one race over the other or making a judgment based on yes, that is racism. No matter what color you Cor- are, correct. No matter what color you are. That so, is for instance, if someone is going to be making a movie about white people, uh, about a white people's experience doing something, mm-hmm. whether or not the the experience is is necessarily culturally white. In this instance, I don't think this experience is cultural. And then they go out and they have their grand opening of their movie, and they promote that. This is so much about white culture, and I had all white director, white crew, white actors. This is all about being white and white this and white that. That's wrong. You can't just make it all about that you only hire white people. Now, mind you, in the past, Hollywood in general has been mostly white people because America, once the white people took over, was mostly white people. It's True. the majority. Over time, it changed. You're right. And there yes. certainly were minorities working in the film industry at different uh, as- different yes. aspects and yes. all that stuff. And we'll, and, we've definitely come a long way. I right, agree. Right. And certainly in the past, there was racism possibly uh, based on that. But nowadays, here in 2023, yep. there is a film. Uh, and, uh, by the way, this is, a, this is a subject that's about racism and it's about Hollywood and how they treat stuff because I hate it. Well, so Hollywood, Holly, no, 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 no. Okay. I, I don't okay. like how Hollywood takes a what is an interesting story and probably a really good story on its own, yeah, and they Hollywoodize it. 
Okay. They take it and they over-dramatize it and they switch the order of things. I mean, my gosh, they did this with the, the Queen movie, the Queen uh, uh, biopic oh, Queen. that they okay, did. Okay, yeah, yeah. They, they I had ch- to... Which the first queen? thing that came to mind was Kate Blanchett. And I'm oh, like, wait, right. wait, 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 okay. But no, well, they I probably did it with that, too. Probably so. But uh, in, in the Queen movie with Freddie Mercury, they had him come out that he said he had AIDS just before they did that big old concert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, no, that wasn't, that's not the order of things, but they yeah. did that for dramatic purpose. So they sure. changed the history, and now people think that's which, how it which, is. Yes, which happens a lot. In fact, there's a, and I think I mentioned it on the show before, there's a website called History versus Hollywood where they compare what movies are compared to what uh, the reality is. So in this instant, there's a movie that opens, I think this week, if, it's, if it didn't already open this past weekend, but I know they had their grand opening, and it's, uh, it's called Flamin' Hot. Are you oh, familiar with it? not at all. It is about the guy who came up with the concept for Flamin' Hot Cheetos. And made it such a big deal. That's a movie. Apparently, okay. the reality is... this a documentary? Is, no, it is a drama movie, okay. you know, type of thing. Wow. Appar- apparently, it was a guy that was either a janitor or started out as a janitor at the, the Frito-Lay factory or whatever and came up with the idea of the concept. I don't know the details. I just know that's the concept of it. Okay. But now they've Hollywoodized it. And so now... I have no interest in seeing the movie because I know it's not going to be the truth. I can't wait till the website historyvershollywood.com examines it so I can read what the truth actually is. Because I have no interest in the movie now that I know Hollywood's – it says – because now it's based on that story. Okay. So I've seen a lot of interviews because I stay on top of pop culture and Mm -hmm. I watch a lot of the pop culture shows. Eva Longoria is the director. Oh, Okay. And this is a movie about a Hispanic guy mm-hmm. who worked at the Frito-Lay factory who came up with the Flaming Hot Cheetos concept or whatever. I'm not, like I said, I don't know the details. But he is the star of the movie. It is about that. And I'm sure it's Hollywood eyes to you know, over-dramatize the thing. Well, in all the interviews that I've seen, she is touting, oh, this is all, all a Latino uh, cast, you know, Latino crew. This is yeah. all Latino. This is for our culture. This is, th-. And I'm thinking... How racist is that? Can I speak? Please. Yes. Thank you. Probably. No, that's enough. Thank you, and I'm done. <laughs> Probably what bothers me most about it, not that I would ever do this, is that if you did made a movie and made a point to say this is all white cast, it's all white directors, I wanted to make sure that you know I'm looking out for my homies, it's all white people. Oh my hell. Can you imagine? Right. So, okay. And that's so, what I mean. Yes. When things it, are reversed, if things are reversed and it's terrible, then the initial thing is wrong. And that's the same with this racism. Yeah. That's why I started out with the Agreed. all white cast, racism all white thing and all racism. that. That Racism is racism. And for this to be, they have the, I think they have the uh, Los Angeles, oh, what is it? It's a Los Angeles Latino Film Festival or something like that. They have a... Anyways, this is where they premiered this movie, and it was just all about how, oh, yeah, it's all Latino this, Latino that. What? What? You didn't – you intentionally did not hire people of other colors because of that, and it's like – and this is acceptable? I don't think so. See, this is tough. Here's the thing, though, okay? If that's what she wants to do, and she wants to look out for her culture, and she wants to make sure that, like, you know – her culture is, you know, uh, being employed and whatever. Okay, that's really awesome. So is it is it 
should she not be doing that? Or should she not be talking about it and saying, I am doing something that's racist, but I think it's okay to look out for my people. So then should, is that what somebody who ends up, I can't even imagine because I don't know people like this. I can't even imagine somebody making a movie and saying, okay, so we're only going to hire white people. Right. Um, and we're only going to, yeah, we're the only people are going to be that are going to be, I can't, I can't, I can't even in my world, that kind of person doesn't exist. I know that there are, obviously there are people out there like that because right. Eva Longoria did it. Right. But. And there's white people that would do that. Uh, you're no, just saying you're there's no one that right. you would know. No, but I don't that, know anybody that would but, do that. But like uh, I know, and this gets into a bigger topic, which, which I won't get into, but I know Spike Lee. Uh, and it certainly in his early years was like that once he became famous and stuff, because I think Spike Lee is a racist and he has done stuff like that as well. And yeah. to me, again, hashtag racism is racism, no matter how you slice it. Yes. If that's what you're doing. And on the other hand, I get, hey, I want to help out the Latino people by hiring too. more Latinos and uh -huh. getting more Latinos involved and stuff like that. I get that. But. You know, where do you draw the line? Because, I agree. Because there I, are opportunities that, I mean, there are plenty of white people that are, what do they call them, uh, at-risk youth. Right. You know, that's that's the politically yes. correct yes. way to say yep. inner city is another mm -hmm. one, to say uh, people of color. And, you know, and it's like, uh, I, I see this in, in a couple different areas. In fact, one I'm going to save for a subject for a, a future show. But it's like, there's... Poor white people that need opportunities, too. Absolutely. And if you're only doing people of color, you are excluding people because of white people because of their color, which yes. is racism. Yes. So I just I just. Yes. I, What's been going on lately is setting us back so far. And unfortunately, it seems like I don't know if it's half the country. I just know that there are people who are buying into this and do not see how racist they are. I just heard. Uh, excerpts from I cannot remember who the woman is. Um, I wish that I could remember. But the woman was saying that now it's not just white men that are the problem, but white women are a huge problem. And I'm just thinking, do, do, does she not hear herself? She's white, white women do this and white women do that and they're dangerous. And, and I'm just like, oh, my goodness. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Racism is racism. Yep. That's the way I see it. Dude. Not to change the subject, but. <laughs> <laughs> and that sound, of course, means it's time once again for Paranormal Corner. And Janet, you have something current that I happened. I do. We had a we had a family dinner uh, about a week ago. Yep. And uh, you said, oh, man, there's something, but I can't tell you. I got to save it for the show. Save it. And I was telling so... everybody there. I'm like, don't say anything. <laughs> don't say anything when Mark shows up because we got to save it for the show. Okay, so I'm going to go back just a little bit to potentially when things started to happen. So we had a heat wave, what, maybe a maybe a month or so, month month and a half ago. It was pretty warm, warm enough that I had the AC on. Right, warm in the winter. Yes. It happens here yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some a, a few warm days up in the 90s or whatever it was. Right. And uh, so I had uh, the air conditioning on upstairs. And by the way, it's a window unit in the master bedroom. Okay. And I got up the next morning and, and it was off. 
not not just stopped because it's got okay so i'll just say it's got a mode where it's power saving and it'll only power up just like you know your other air conditioning units would right. is if it reaches the temperature that you have it set it for it was completely off buttons everything it wasn't i checked to see if it was unplugged i had already cleaned the filter it would keep running even if the filter needed to be cleaned it would just let me know it needs to be cleaned right it was just shut off okay I did think it was really weird, and I have to say... By the way, I just want to point out that on yeah. those window air conditioners that need the filter change, that is based on time of usage, hours of usage. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. not based on airflow. But it's usually right. I'm I, just I saying, because say, I've, yeah. I've installed a few of those, mm -hmm. especially recently because of that heat wave yeah. uh, in, in various people's houses. And the, it's, not, it's not saying, oh, the airflow's worse because the filter's... It's, yeah. it's a time but thing. But do it now. It's, it's how many hours it's run. So, so it's not like... I'm just I'm just setting up that the air conditioner could not have shut off because it was like no there's not enough airflow right. through the filter yeah. that is not a thing that happens. It was just off. I look to see and I'm looking then I pull the uh, the plug out because I'm like oh my goodness did I have an electrical failure? Do I see any like burning or or, or smoke or darkness around the outlet? Because right. now I'm worried because it's never done that before and I'm like they're still pretty new. I don't I don't know what happens anyway. I've had smoke and darkness from my outlet. <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> ladies. Um, so, all right. I, I don't know. I used it for a few more nights after that. It never did it again. Hasn't done it again. I haven't used it again lately because it's been amazing. May and now even the beginning of June. You guys, we're so lucky. Okay. So, all right. So th th that was curious. I've never had it happen before. I don't know why. Do I walk in my sleep? We've talked about this before. No, I'm pretty damn sure that I don't. Uh, I sleep around all the time. No, I, no obviously <laughs> I don't, or I would remember when I had sex. Gentlemen. But, but, but no, it's never been a problem before, and I don't think it is starting now. So I don't think I got up and did it. So I, I don't know for sure, but I don't think it was me. Okay. All right. So I had my mother at my house a couple of weeks ago. So mm -hmm. it was probably a few weeks after that happened. We were in the kitchen, uh, or uh, I don't know, you know, in the in the morning, broad daylight. Right. So picturing my house, Mark, I was at the cupboard cutting some fruit closer to the refrigerator side. There's a sink in the center, and on the other side is a dishwasher and more cupboard space. It's pretty big, long cupboard space area. Right. All right, I'm cutting the fruit. My mother's sitting by the kitchen island. Okay. And just, you know, I'm chatting. Picturing with it me. now. Okay. I start hearing this low, I would say electrical rumble. Okay. I actually end up turning all the way around because I'm not sure where I'm hearing it. It's certainly not expected. So I like go all the way around for the refrigerator over to where mom is as I get to looking at her and I'm like, what am I hearing? I then start hearing water flowing. And I look immediately at, out the dining room door towards the porch because that's also a laundry porch. Right. And I'm like, wait, wait the, is that the washer? Because it's full on water running and it's a lot of water running. And then it dawns like, on like me. Like through the pipes? Yes. Okay. And then, But then it dawns on me. It's like, oh, no, no, no. That's the water from the, it's behind me. So then I turn around and look in the sink now because I'm over there because I've walked over and I'm like, what, what is this? And it's like, oh, it's the dish. Wait, the dishwasher? And I look down, my dishwasher's on, the light is on, and the dishwasher's going. And I said, the dishwasher's on? And I reach and turn it off. I'm going to take a picture to post this on our Facebook page, you guys. So it's a, it's a Whirlpool dishwasher. The panel is up at the top. It's got the lip from my uh, cupboards that comes over 
the, right. the panel. Um, and the, and they're flush. And you have to like actually reach in there to, to depress the, the button because it's not like a toggle switch right. or anything. Right. It's a flat display. It's a flat display. Right. I, I, I can't say that I do know, but in that moment, I knew that there was no other answer. I don't normally say it's a ghost or think, oh, but I, as soon as I realized my dishwasher was on, my mom went nowhere near it. There's no way I could turn that on without going and touching the display. There's no way. I had to go in there to touch the display right, to turn it you, off. Right, you're saying that the, the, the controls are on the top of the lid, is it? It's, it's, uh, it's. So it's on the front of the lid. On the front of the lid. Okay, it's on the yeah. front. And, and you couldn't thing, have brushed up against it? I have gone with my hips. First of all, it's it's low, so I have to crouch down to get where the hips are oh, at. Oh, okay. And okay. I'm pushing on it and doing all this stuff <laughs> against it. We can do that again. You're gyrating Trying against it to, to try to see if, if you can activate hip, it? No, I, I guarantee you it takes a finger, a pencil, something to actually <laughs> get in there and... Dip, and dip. <laughs> No, I have tried that goes again back to our and other again. Subject. <laughs> it does to recreate this, and I cannot. And so, the first thing I, so first of all, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, mom, my dishwasher got turned on. She's there, right there with me the whole time. I'm nowhere near it. I was nowhere near it. So, okay. So after I, I, I shut it off, and I'm like, who? I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, who knows how many times this happens? And I kind of look off to my left, which is where the dishwasher is at, but I'm looking off into the air and I said, you can't do that. I said, this is really neat. This is a dishwasher. It will do the dishes for me. And I said, that's really cool, but this wastes water and electricity. And if you're doing this in the middle of the night when I'm sleeping or anytime, you can't do that. So you're saying this out I'm loud. actually talking. Out, I right. don't talk to the ghosts in my house, but immediately my thought was, how often does this happen? So, and mom is like, well, that's pretty creepy as I'm trying to convince her to move in with me, by the way. <laughs> okay. So before I go on to other things that, that since that happening and, and the thing with the, I mentioned it to a, a friend who's actually been on the show before. Okay. Kara, Kara, love you, Kara. Um, she knows a heck of a lot because she just recently um, she has had a, an appliance business. Right, she retired from being she an says, appliance give me business the, and appliance yes. repair person. She says, "Give me the the um the co- not the code. model number, the model number and the make and model number, whatever." Right. And yeah. Right. She's like, "Take a screenshot of that, me, and let me look it up and see if there are any you know red flags or is anything that's been reported about right. this." There's nothing, and and by the way, she was saying, "Well, let's see, why would it do that?" She's giving me the reasons why maybe it would do that. Right. I don't fall into those categories. And by the way, to my knowledge, it has not happened again. The only thing that's happened since, I never opened the door, by the way. I just turned it off. That's all I did. I just turned it off and said, you can't do that. Scolded the ghosts. The next day when I came on my lunch break, the 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 washer door was down. I haven't done any more. I haven't done any dishes. I haven't done anything with it other than that day I turned it off. And then it was down. Okay. Since then. <laughs> now wait. Yeah, before you get into the next let me, let me just, So the only other thing that I can think of mm-hmm. is does that model, can you program it to wash dishes at a specific time? Like a delayed turn on. I believe that there is a delay. Yes. I've never used it. But yes, I believe okay. there is a delay. Okay. But I would have to go and do that. Right. And and I there's no way. Listen, these magic the way, hips can do plenty, but I have tried now since the 25th of May. 
I've been trying to see if there's something that I can do. No, it takes specific, it takes intention to get in there and right. depress that button that is like um, flush with the panel. <laughs> flush with the panel. By the way, delayed turn on was my nickname in high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Since that time when I've been upstairs, I've heard walking in the hallway again, which I haven't heard in a while. Oh. I've had my foot touched. That happens here and there anyway, so that's not that unusual. Uh, let's see here. So right okay. now, Jana's reading a list this of is, notes that she's written down about. So this, this is a few days later. I was in bed. The lights were out. I was. It was a work night. I keep my cell phone near me uh, in case somebody needs to get a hold of me, or if I needed to grab it and get out of there for whatever reason. Right. Um, I always have it face down. Uh, on the bed to my left, but I don't put it too close to me because I don't want to lay on it and like burn up because you hear about like how some people's phones catch get fire. hot and catch fire. Right. So <laughs> it's close enough that I can find it in the dark, but not so close that I would like lay on it and, and burn up. Right. All right. I ha I see light coming from my left and I look over and I see a bright red light coming from under my phone, which is facing down on the bed. Right. And then I see white, white light coming from it. And I'm like, Okay. And I pick it right up. Right. There's no notification. There's nobody calling. There. It didn't take a picture. I looked. I go in and I look at to see if there's a video or oh a picture or anything. Oh, my gosh. If you Can hit, you hit picture and there was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing. Okay. Since that time, I think I've figured out what would be the red light. So look at my screensaver. Okay. Okay. Right. Possibly. So you guys, I'll take a picture of it. Possibly when, when it lights up. Right, so her screensaver is some. Uh, see how there's a little bit of reddish, reddish pinkness. Right, reddish pink roses. Yeah, and when it, she puts it, her screen upside down yeah. over a piece so of white that paper, even in the dark. Right, and this is in a bright room that we're in now. Right. Uh, so that could be that explain could the be red. the red. Right, it could be why it got really white, like it was taking a picture. I don't know. And then the other thing that I don't know is there was no notification to, in order when it's. Right. Down there. Right. When your screen comes you on and it's black. You have to push the sensor to turn that on. Right. Or I have to get A message something. or something yep. like that yep. will make your screen. But you're saying there was no messages. There's there was nothing, no, uh, nope, nothing. no notifications. I'm laying there and then I'm like, I see that come on. And I'm like, oh, oh wait, wait, wait. What was that? Again, do I think it's ghostly? I don't know. It's just really weird because it's not commonly what happens with my phone. And I have no explanation for why it happened with my phone. Okay, last night, I've got the window open in my room. It's probably nine-ish. Um, usually from about 3.30 on, we get this lovely breeze. And I'll open up a few windows to have the cross breeze right. going through. It's fantastic. And it was, it was a really nice one last night. It had the, the curtains billowing. It's, it's just so pretty. I heard something that I can't explain that it sounded like a really one somewhere between a breath and a whisper over towards the window though and so it could be something out there but i don't know what it was and i know it was not wind right because sometimes wind will have that sound through the trees or whatever you know you hear the right there was nothing like that the curtains were completely still but i was hearing for probably i would say f five to eight seconds maybe even longer of <laughs> it was freaky and i'm like looking that direction and i don't i do not know what it was there's no way it was a car it wasn't traffic it wasn't the freeway because i'm 
close to the freeway. Right. The window right. was open. I know it wasn't wind. It wasn't a baby crying. It wasn't an animal. Because all of this, there's enough time. Our minds work pretty quickly. Right. Things that we describe we take longer things. than it does for what you're thinking about. It, it, the brain works pretty quickly. Right. I can't place what I heard. So I know everything that it wasn't. What I don't know is what it was. And it was, it it felt masculine. It sounded masculine. Hmm. But, I, but, I'm, but I don't know that for sure. I just know that I don't know what it was, but it was... <laughs> wow. Okay, so because things are being weird, uh, I decided to be, not really wanting to know what I was going to find. I decided to push record before I went to bed um, again a few nights after the thing happened with the, the dishwasher. Okay. Yes, I listened to all of that. Um, I, I got to where I recognized the patterns of the occasional snore. <laughs> also, when I turn in bed, there's something that clicks. I think it's my headboard hitting the wall. I, right. I hear a little click and I, I yeah, I'm, because I can hear me moving when, I, when it happens. Right, right. Um, so I kind of got to where I could recognize the rhythmic pattern of, or even just like if, it, uh, not necessarily a snore, but sometimes, you know what, one of the times I can tell I'm asleep because I can hear the, the simple breathing. I actually clear my throat in my sleep, which is weird to me, <laughs> but anyway, just a natural reaction. I think. Uh, I guess yeah, just, uh... I heard something that I it sounds like a voice to me. And what I noticed actually right away is that it sounds like something that was recorded when the first time there were some paranormal investigators that came to my house and they caught something up in the master bedroom. And we've actually played it on the show before. And I asked Mark, bless his heart, to pull it up and to play it, <laughs> to play it again. And then we'll play the other one that I just recorded, same room. Uh, right. So I'm going to cut the background noise, the background music, good, I should say, good. that we have right we'll now. We'll play the original, the first one. So the first one, what, what, what did it come from? What I mean, how many years ago? So it's from 2014. There was one person in the room at the time, and she was had placed a recorder and was going to leave the room, and I and did, I think, I guess. Okay. And this is one of the things. They recorded a couple of things, but we're only going to play one of them. The first part, I'm just going to set this up first. The first part, you're going to hear a hum. The second part is actually softer, but it's the second part that to me is practically identical to what you're going to hear that I recorded in my room a few nights ago. Okay, but you also hear people walking in this one, isn't it? Okay, so this or... must be the one where she set it up and then walked away. Right, because you, you can hear some walking and walking, bumping yeah. around or something yep, like that. Yep. And then you hear a uh, noise at the end, or you hear the hum, and then the other thing. Something. It's so the other thing that's softer. We'll, we'll play this a couple times. See if you guys can hear. I've I've turned it up, but it's this one's actually pretty loud. So not pretty loud, but yeah, just listen in. Here we go. Now you hear that okay. second part, this right? This is it. So here's what I hear. I hear a couple of steps, and then I hear, mm, yeah. I hear here, here or yeah, something, yeah. something. It's like, mm, yeah. All right. So let's play that clip again. Same clip. You hear that? Goes mm, here. here or hair. One more time. One more time. Here we go. Remember, you're going to hear. I'm going to talk over it right now. A couple steps. And then here. Comes, mm, 
here. Mm-hmm. Here. Yeah. So I hope everyone's hearing that. We've we've listened to this clip a couple of times, so we we know. Yes. Yep. That's why I wanted to play it over and over so that you guys can hear it. And that's from 2014 yeah. when you had, was it a house full of people? Yes. You had a bunch uh, of people uh, here, Yeah, right? probably four or five of them, and they were in, doing different things in different rooms. And yeah, right. it was just Julie, one of the, the um, investigators up there setting up the recorder and then walking away. So that was 2014. And this is 2023. Mm-hmm. A few nights ago. That's like nine years asleep. difference. Yep. And this was you. Uh, you put your phone on record to yep. let it go all night. Mm-hmm. And this is this is what you heard. Now, mind you, this is a lot quieter. You're going to hear uh, a hum kind of thing, just a you know general background, uh, whatever it r- sounds what we, like. What we call uh, ambient noise or room noise or room tone in yeah. the industry. And uh, something near the end. Here we go. Right there in the middle. Mm. And it sounds to me like the other one. It does. Okay. But I'm going to play that again. We'll do this three times. It's the second time. Get the chills. What is that? And it sounds like it's right at it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. There's, here's a third time. This is, again, room tone noise because I had to boost up the audio. And then we'll play both of them one more time. If that's okay. So what is that? All right. So let me, now we'll go back to the one from 2014. Again, nine years ago. And wait, hold on. I got to click same a few room. different things here. Oh, oh, same, same room. Yep. And by the way, I'm thinking of maybe doing this a few more times in that room and then also maybe sleeping downstairs a few times and trying it just to see. If it follows you or it stays in the room? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's the original. Or not the original, but the one from 2014. Yeah. Mm, here. I heard it. It sounds I, like it. I can hear it clearly. <laughs> Every time I listen to it, I can hear it a little more clearly. Yeah. And then this is the one that uh, just just happened. Yep. What do you guys think? What do you think, Mark? What do you think, Mark? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's so the second one is a lot more uh, crisp. Yep. You know, the other one sounds more like. And it was, I mean, I mean, and it was fairly like, close to me. I mean, it probably like, would have. Here. Yeah. So she was, uh, obviously, she was walking away from it. I right. don't know where she had it. I would be curious to know where she had it. I don't know if she oh, would remember. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I um, but it. this would have been probably two or three feet away from me. Um, but, and, and I don't, she wasn't recording on a phone. I think that they actually had voice recorders. Right. And I don't know if that makes a difference either. Who knows? But. As soon as I heard that, by the way, nothing else sounds anything like that in that entire recording. And I'm not going to make everybody sit through five and a half hours of me sleeping and tossing and and turning and snoring. Like a buffalo. And, you know, (laughs) clearing my throat. (laughs) Yes, but that doesn't sound 
like anything else. And actually, as far as I know, I don't make noises like when I'm sleeping. So well, and that's the other thing I was thinking. What what noise would Jana make that would just make her suddenly just go? <laughs> I mean, that that doesn't. That's not like a. Not really even a short breath necessarily. No, that would, sounds like to me like sleep. a word. Like it's forming a word that doesn't sound like. <sighs> But that and that and both of those sounds very feminine. It does. So. Yes. All right, folks. Multiple ghosts. There you go. You can go once again. You can go to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Snack a Little. And you could always give us a call on that dedicated listener line, and the number is nine zero nine five seven two zero two seven eight. We give want a, to know. Let us know if you have any explanation for any of the ghostly stuff. Let us know. If you have any explanation for sexless, sexless, I can't even say it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so let us know. I'm dying to know. And also, you know what? Unfortunately, the word racism now is like it's a it's a word weapon. But, you know, what do you think about that? Do you think that uh, people who were once minorities and and that certainly hasn't it's changed here in California, it sounds like. But do you think that they have a right to be racist and it's just that there's only certain people that can't be? Or do you think that's not racism? Or is racism racism? Yeah. And come on back.